This is Tales of Swordfall. Episode 1, From Sewers to Treasure. Hello everyone, welcome to Tales of Swordfall. I am Paul, I am the DM, and this is the new Tuesday group. Woo! Woohoo! Woohoo! Hey! And who are all these cheering people I'm with tonight? I'm Alex, and I am playing Krakatur, the Air Genesee Barbarian. And I'm Amanda, or DM Dystrus, and I'm playing Tabby Tipsy Tail, the Tabaxi swash, uh, Swashbuckler Hexblade. My name is Chris. I'm playing Flea the Fighter, who is also an arcane archer. I'm Camille. I'm playing Ray the Paladin. I'm Lucy. I'm playing Taz Mockwell, the Tiefling Bard. And I'm John, playing Roscoe the Halfling Wizard. And I am Sam, playing Stu, the Cobalt Sorcerer. Awesome. So, uh, if you listen to the Session Zero, you know that everybody is pretty hyped to play this game. And, um, <laughs> yeah, we're just going to start off here in the city of Swordfall, which is the capital of the Kingdom of Swordfall, because I'm original. And we start down by the river. It's about mid-morning. The world market is about to explode with thousands of people. Not literally, in a figuratively, figurative sense. It's just going to get very crowded. All the merchants are going to be up, awake. All their caffeine is going to be gushing through their blood. And they are going to be calling people left and right to give their, well, sell their goods to we zoom through the market and we go to this entrance that's by the river. It leads to the sewers and we see a cobalt there. So, Stu, what's your usual morning routine when the world market is about to start up? Uh, usually I sort of hastily pack my stuff in a corner out of the way so that, uh, no one stumbles across it and tries to steal any of my very valuable trash. Um, and uh, and I will then go up to the surface and sort of uh, just peek up and, and watch the feet go by and look to see if I recognize anyone or if I specifically don't recognize anyone. Uh, and then I start to make rounds and go uh, around the perimeter of the market just to see sort of what's going on. That's kind of my normal routine. Well, your normal routine is interrupted by four sets of heavy boots. Hmm. They start coming toward your um, entrance, and you hear a hushed conversation. Yeah, is, is this the place we want? Eh, might be. Is it? Is it what the captain said? It, it might be. Look at the map. And they start to approach, but they stop right 
at the ledge that you're peeking your head up over, and they are consulting a piece of paper. It doesn't look like official uh, cartography map-making uh, material, but it looks like something that someone hastily drawn. Kind of like uh, some of the maps you have gotten from children over the years. Um, hmm. Are they human? Uh, one's a human. Uh, the other you can make out as a half-orc. Uh, and there's a shorter one. You can't really tell if it's a, like, short, stout person or a dwarf. And they're speaking common? Yes, they are speaking common to each other. And I don't recognize them, I take it. Well, we could do a history roll. Okay, I can do so if you'd like me to. Sure. Um, let's see here. Okay. Um, <laughs> you you kind of... <laughs> with that low history roll... Uh, you don't really recognize them, but you have seen a group like this near the docks every once in a while. Um, but it could be a whole different group of people. Now, uh, when when something like this happens, do are they usually disruptive to my home? Of course. Anybody who goes down to the sewers that look a little shady are usually disruptive. Okay. Uh... Can I sort of hide out of sight and wait and see what they do? Sure. Um, how are you hiding? Uh, well, they're, um, I'm sort of still in the sewer. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'll, I will uh, retreat a few steps back, a few feet back, and try to keep an eye up through the, through the grate or whatever of the sewer that's up there blocking it. Uh, and try to see if I can keep an eye on them while hiding behind some detritus and boxes. Uh -huh. And we'll just leave you there, hiding okay. in kind of the shadows as they start pulling up the grate. We fly over to another part of the city. Um, it's the entertainment district, is where all the bards and other people who entertain hang out. It's not the best part of the city, but it's also not the worst. And, you know, they have enough glitter and glam there to cover up any nasty bits. And we see, starting her day... Oh, I know this name. Taz! Yeah, you got it. Yeah! Yes! <laughs> okay. Little celebration there for remembering people's names. <laughs> So, Taz, it is, like, mid-morning. What's your usual, like, morning routine? Um, mid-morning, I probably got up, got ready, um, and found a place with a lot of people who look like they could be in a good mood, and set up shop, set out a little coin cup, and started telling the story. And which story is that? Um, I'd say it's an old legend that I picked up while traveling. It's an elven legend about um, a princess whose family is overthrown and she disguises herself to get her revenge. 
Okay, well, as you're going out, um, on your doorstep, or stoop, whatever you have coming out of your apartment, you find a note. And you have that note in your player's... Could this be the mysterious note? Yes, it could be that mysterious note. And it seems to be... I'm going to read it. I have sitting there all night. All right, I'm I'm gonna read it. Okay, um, you don't have to read it out loud if you don't want to. I can always go to another group, and you can think about your actions next. Does that sound okay? Yeah. So talking about mysterious notes being dropped in places, and we see Ray on top of courage. <laughs> That is a great name for a great horse. Thank you. <laughs> so, we see Courage and Ray out in the streets. What's your destination and what's your intent? I am going towards the world market. <clears throat> Keeping actually, I would I would probably not bring my horse into the market, okay. I would find a stable to put her up in, and then I would uh, find my way to that that market. And Keep... what's your business in the world market today? I'm uh, keeping my eye out for uh, someone in particular. Good. And as you are crossing one of the bridges leading to the world market, um, there's a little area that's set up by uh, one of the bridge inns. It's a puppet show. And you hear the bards that are performing and doing the marionettes. Do I hear, do I hear that story of the elven princess? Probably not yet. Okay, just curious. Yep, this is a different troop of bards, and they have marionettes. They're doing a very, like, dramatic play. And um, one shouts in a very feminine voice, as feminine as this bard can do. Oh no, I happen to be trapped in a slave collar. What shall I do? The very obvious bad guy puppet goes... Well, if you move ten feet away from me, your head will come off. <laughs> and all the children gasp in almost horror at the thought of the heroine of this play having her head pop off. When was the last time you've heard children so concerned about someone? Uh, I can... That has been a, a pretty long time. Do you remember the situation, or do you need to think about that? I think I need to think about that. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. Um, would it be when I was a child? It can be anything you think of. Oh, God. I need a minute. Okay. Roaming from the mercenary district, we see some figures. Um, 
let's see a very large um I always get this wrong genocide a Tavaxi and a lizard man. So where are you guys going and what's your intention? So Tabby is walking down the streets and she says, look, I can read thieves scans. You know that by now. You've been with me for a while. I'm going to start to read the signs, see what I can see and see what maybe ancient treasures we can get a hold of. So uh, Tabby is actively searching for anything in Thieves Camp that she could read that says something treasure treasure directory. Yep. Directed. And also, don't forget to check your character folders. Wink, wink. Ah, yeah. Um, uh, so Krakatur is walking alongside Tabby and the Lizard Man. He's kind of just listening to her, but he's pulling out... Uh, He's pulling out uh, some of his cooking stuff, uh, examining it because he's making sure it's clean because he's used it recently. Mm -hmm. And he just kind of says, I, whatever you say, Tabby, you know where to go. So I think Flea will be kind of draped over Krakatur's back, as <laughs> is his normal state of being. Uh-huh. And I think that he's he's probably going to try to get his morning bath in somewhere. So he's either going to go down to the sea or find, like, a bathhouse. Uh, and there is the river and the world fountain. Uh, the, uh, no, it's not called the world fountain. It's the, uh, the Lady of Swordfall fountain in middle of the world market. There are several places that you can take baths at. Okay. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna look to his comrades then, and say, "I will be down in the river taking a bath. If you'd like to join me." I I should come with as well. I need to wash my pots and pans. I am Tabaxi. Of course, I'm always not gonna turn down a bath. I do not like to be dirty. We shall do that. Okay, and I think Flea starts just running ahead of the rest, and he's just very <laughs> eager to get clean. Okay, and as you approach the um, river, you can see in the distance that uh, people are gathering and funneling into the area where the world market usually is. Um, let me actually indicate where you might be on the map. Uh, I guess I'm just going to jump right in. Are there a lot of people around? <laughs> uh, I, in this, this area... Um, In this area, you know, you're kind of getting out of the poor district, but there's still, like, a lot of poor people around. And you're kind of getting into the merchant district. Um, and there are people, like, you know, doing laundry, kind of treating the uh, river like their own personal, like, bathhouse. But they're, you know, no one's stripping down stark naked. Well, none of the humans are. And none of the... Did you see did you say there was another bathhouse? One that's um, perhaps a little bit more upscale? Uh, yeah, there would be some in the entertainment district. Ah, uh, Flea, do you not know that there is some that are in other areas that are a little bit more upscale and cleanly than this, this bio that is in the water here? 
Well, at first it sounded like a good idea, but getting here, it kind of looks gross. Yes, you can see the smoot floating on the waters. We should we should move on. Perhaps I can read uh, some of the signs and get us a good deal. Much better idea. And he just starts following her. Yeah. So you guys start going to the uh, entertainment district. You guys uh, pass, you know, the two bridges that are leading to the world market that separates the two sides of the city. Um, Leave right there. Let's go back to Stew for a few minutes. Yes. So they're opening the drain pipe, or not the drain pipe. That would be too small. Um, <laughs> uh, they're opening up the grate uh, that you usually exit from, and uh, they're they're very careful not to attract attention stuff. And you're kind of out of the way anyway, so it's not too hard. And the half orc. You know, lifts it up. He makes it look so easy. And he sets it aside, and he's like, Come on, let's go. Let's locate the door. Then we can uh, lead people back to it. Are, are you sure this is the right way? Yes, I'm sh We have a map. And they start to climb down into the sewers. Okay, so did I see which one actually has the map, and are they still, like, holding it in their hand? Uh, yeah, they are holding it in their hand. Okay, when when that one gets down to the bottom of the whatever stairs or ladder or whatever, however they're getting down into the sewer, uh, the person holding the map, what I want to do is I want to cast darkness centered on them. All right, and they are huddled, so uh, bring up the spell. Let's see what it does. Okay. Um. So here's what darkness does. Now, because uh, I am a, a sorcerer, I get I can use two sorcery points to cast this spell. Okay. And if I use if I use my sorcery points uh, rather than using a spell slot, I actually can see through the darkness, even though it's normally imper uh, impervious to to vision. That sounds good. And then what I would like to do is, in the confusion of them wondering what the heck happened, I would like to mage hand that map out of their grasp. Okay. Uh, they start bumbling around. The half-orc starts going, hey, why is it so much darker in here? And, um, yeah, I, let's see, <laughs> you're trying to use Mage Hand to get to a, to a thing. Uh, give me a sleight of hand, just for... Sure. Yeah, I'm going to say, with the confusion and everything, a 10 is good enough. Okay, um, yes. Yep. And now you have yourself a map. You also have Perfect. a map that uh, child drew you because they were concerned that you'd always lose your way home. So you can kind of compare and contrast those two maps okay. with each other. Okay. And do they do they look? Do I recognize anything on the map? Like, because they were talking about a door. So do I know that place where that where that door is that they're talking about um yeah so 
if you look at your map that's made by the child, it's the mm -hmm. map in your uh, your folder. Yep. I'm looking at it. Yep. Uh, a child swore, swears that's a door uh, kind of in the middle of the map, but they've never been able to open it, so it might just be a carving in the wall that someone did a long time ago. But for their map, they have it marked and circled. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Um, well, I'm going to watch uh, these bumbling idiots for a couple more minutes and then sort of slink away and sneak off and try to find this door based on their map. Okay. Now, since you're sleeping away and stuff, and there are people about, give me a stealth mm -hmm. roll. Sure. Um, there we go. Oh, that is good. Yeah. And we'll find out the consequences of this a little bit later. <laughs> Stay tuned for the next part of this episode. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe.